Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. On Wednesday, June 23rd, join us for the 2021 Sports Business Awards with host Joe Tessitore. We have 88 nominees. They'll be honored, and the winners will be announced live. The virtual event is complimentary, and you can sign up in the show notes or on the events section of our website. Hope to see you at the Sports Business Awards on Wednesday evening. It's potentially a very big night for the LA Clippers as they can clinch their first appearance in the Western Conference Finals in franchise history and in front of a capacity crowd, something the Staples Center has not seen in 15 months. Capacity is no longer restricted. The arena had hosted a maximum of about 8,000 spectators, but now capacity will grow to closer to 19,000. So a potentially big night for the Clippers on Friday night. And it is Friday, June 18th. This is your morning buzzcast. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. We made it through another week. And let's lead with a story that people were emailing me late yesterday. And that was the release of Nielsen data that broke down streaming viewership for the first time and showed what percentage of all monthly television consumption time is spent watching content on over-the-top offerings. It's very, very fascinating data. I really suggest you check it out, but here's the breakdown. 64% of the time American viewers watch TV in May of 2021, they were watching network and cable television. 26% of the time, they watch streaming services, and 9% of the time was for video games or DVR recordings. But here's more. Nielsen stated that 6% of TV viewing by American adults was via Netflix. 6%. Another 6% was through YouTube. Hulu was at 3%. Amazon Prime Video was at 2%. And Disney Plus was 1%. But here's the more interesting data, especially for sports properties. Broadcast television accounted for 25% of the consumption and cable TV 39% of all television consumption. So the bottom line is the bundle, so to speak, is not dead and viewership of cable and broadcast television still remains quite strong. There'll be a lot of parsing of these numbers in the days ahead and Nielsen plans every month to show how streaming services stack up to traditional broadcast and cable television. Very, very interesting data. I certainly suggest you check it out. Let's shift over to college news because there was a financial shot in the arm for Learfield IMG College as its three investors, Endeavor, Silver Lake and Itaros are pumping in $242 million of new equity into the business to support operations and support growth opportunities. So this investment comes as Learfield IMG College continues its transition from a media and marketing sales agency to a more diversified business around digital content, around data, around esports. In addition to the investment, the three lenders gave the company an extension on loans totaling $183 million. They were scheduled to mature from 2021 through 2023. Those have been extended. So more good news 
for Learfield IMG College. There's been a lot of talk about this agency in the marketplace. It's been significantly challenged during the pandemic, but this is clearly a sign of confidence in the direction of the company by the investors. Learfield IMG College President and CEO Cole Gahagan cited digital sponsorships, contactless mobile ticketing, and esports among the company's priorities in the second half of this year. Remember, the company also announced a recent partnership with Elevate Sports Ventures on naming rights, sales, and consulting. So Learfield IMG College solidifies its financial standing with $240 million of new financing. One story to keep an eye on, it's surprising, but we should keep an eye on it, is the future of the Chicago Bears in Chicago. As the Bears yesterday submitted a bid to purchase property at Arlington International Raceway, that raises the possibility possibility of the Bears leaving Soldier Field for a new stadium at another location. This is called Arlington Heights. It's about 30 minutes, 30 miles to northwest of Chicago. So there's going to be a lot of interest around this bid of property. There's been some speculation the team would be interested in this land, but Bears president Ted Phillips made it much more formal yesterday when he announced a bid for the land and said the team is exploring every possible option for future and has expressed at least preliminary interest in this area of Arlington Heights to potentially build a stadium and develop the land around it. Now, Churchill Downs owns the racetrack and certainly Arlington Park could be purchased by someone else other than the Bears. There was no word on how many proposals were submitted for the land or a timeline for the possible sale of the land. Remember, the Bears have played their home games at Soldier Field since 1971. Now, they don't own Soldier Soldier Field that's owned by the Chicago Park District and their lease at the stadium runs through 2033. So while there's still time, the Bears clearly planning ahead and looking at all their options. Staying with football, I mentioned the Sports Business Awards at the top of the buzzcast and I'll just say, in all honesty, SBJ was criticized by a number of people for not having the Tampa Bay Buccaneers among our nominees for Team of the Year. And no doubt the team has had a strong, strong year, and that is continuing as the Bucks announced they are completely sold out for tickets for the upcoming season. They're sold out for the two preseason games and their eight regular season home games. It's believed to be the first time in team history that every ticket has been sold out more than a month before the start of training camp. So the Bucks are a hot, hot ticket. The team is starting a wait list for fans. That hasn't happened since 2003. Remember, that was the year after the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl over the Raiders. So Raymond James Stadium, it seats 65,000 fans and that place will be full for every game this coming season. So the Bucks remain one of the strongest business stories in all of sports. A big step for Japan on Sunday as the country will relax emergency measures in Tokyo as the country's latest coronavirus numbers really start to slow down. And that is very good news with the Olympics scheduled to begin in just over five weeks. And finally, our sister publication, the Esports Observer, reported last night a surprising story that Tony Petiti, who became president of sports and entertainment for Activision Blizzard in August, is stepping down. Brandon Snow, who's the chief commercial officer at Activision Blizzard, will take over for Petiti. Tony Petiti spent 12 years at Major League Baseball. He was deputy commissioner for business operations at Major League Baseball. He joined Activision Blizzard in August, but a short run, just 10 months in the role. And now Tony Petiti 
is moving on. So that is your morning buzzcast for Friday, June 18th. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you on Monday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.